Hello and welcome to the 14th episode of Sports Business Updates, my weekly podcast featuring the biggest sports business news from India and the rest of the world. In this week's episode, I will discuss how Sony's Picture Sports Network is expanding their sports broadcast offering in regional languages to reach out to a wider sports viewing audience in India. I will also update you on the IPL restart in UAE and potential issues that BCCI may face in executing the remaining tournament. I will also cover a story around uh, India's biggest sports app, Fancode, and their successful raising of a fresh round of funding. And I will wrap up this week's episode with a quick update about Indian gamers seeking favorable policies from the Indian government to compete for global recognition. There's a lot to cover this week, so let's get into the details. Our first update is about Sony Pictures Sports Network, SPSN. I'll refer to uh, Sony, uh, Sony uh, Pictures Sports Network, sorry, as SPSN going forward. So, uh, SPSN and the regional content strategy around uh, the two big football tournaments uh, coming up this summer. So, in a recently issued press release by SPSN, it was confirmed that they will telecast uh, Euro, the UEFA Euro 2020 in six languages to reach out to a wider audience across India. So uh, they will be broadcasting the tournament in English, Hindi, Bengali, Tamil, Telugu and Malayalam. Uh, in their commitment to providing a superior view- viewing experience, SPSN has also announced a range of programming initiatives from the tournaments to bring the global marquee events closer to the viewers in India. This means that football fans from India will be watching the favorite football studio show, Football Extra, which will be coming back again uh, with uh, fan favorites Manas Singh and Arpit Sharma, uh, who will be hosting it. And it will also showcase a lot of international former footballers like Luis Saha, Luis Garcia, Don Hutchison, uh, David James, Terry Phelan, Mark Seagraves, Ashley Wood, Westwood, sorry, and Joffre Mateo, along with some of the best Indian talent to have graced the football pitch, like Baichung Bhutia, and our current superstars, uh, like uh, Indian captain Sunil Chetri, Indian goalkeeper Gurpreet Singh Sandhu, uh, India's favorite defender Sandeep Jingan, and Robin Singh. SPSN will also have Andy Mitten, Adriano Del Monte and Isha Megan Acton reporting live from the grounds across the match venues and taking their views and viewers closer to the action. So um, in our all-out superstar broadcasting legends and popular faces that uh, SPSN has managed to bring together uh, for the upcoming tournament, which is brilliant. Uh, The second blockbuster football event on SPSN is going to be Copa America, which we have covered in the past. So Copa America will be uh, telecasted live in five languages, that is English, Bengali, Hindi, Tamil, Telugu and Malayalam and it will be available on Sony 10.1, Sony 10.2, Sony 6, Sony 10.4 which is the regional channel 
and uh, that i think starts from june the 14th if i'm correct uh and uh the fans will also be able to watch live streams of uh, the tournament on sony live which is their app what's really interesting here is the choice of languages the regional languages that uh, they have selected uh because and this is for all my international listeners uh what i'm trying to do here is trying to give you an understanding of you know a, a understanding and a logic behind why these languages that have been selected so if you look at uh, bengali and malayalam okay bengali is uh, spoken in the regions of west bengal and areas around it around the state uh, and malayalam is a uh, is a popular language uh, in the south of india in the state of kerala so the state of kerala and uh, west bengal are the biggest concentration of football fans uh, in india and uh, these are die hard very active football fans uh, amongst other regions i think uh, of course there is uh, um, you know the state of maharashtra mumbai pune um, you know delhi but these regions are popularly like you know they uh, they hindi and english are popular languages there i mean don't get me wrong english is a popular language everywhere in the country but when it comes to reaching out to a wider audience i think uh, english and hindi do the trick uh, because they are predominantly hindi speaking regions as well uh, and then followed by uh, tamil and telugu so tamil is spoken in the region of uh, uh, tamil nadu a, a state in the, in south of india and uh, telugu is spoken again in uh, andhra pradesh uh yeah andhra pradesh and regions around it um and telangana sorry i was honestly trying to recollect the name of the second state but yeah so uh it's mainly around these regions and you know these regions are uh, quite active when it comes to sports and uh, you know uh, i i just feel that uh, i start, i think uh, uh, spsn have done a great job uh in recognizing uh you know these uh, re- regions and the popularity of sports especially football in those regions uh and you know it's 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 become it's become a very common thing now with a lot of uh, you know premier league teams and other football clubs also speaking to their fans in these languages uh you know which actually um is you know uh, was the second activate activation of uh, second block of activation of uh, you know regional connect uh, among sports fans after uh, star sports actually starting uh, you know hindi commentary and uh, then going into regional language commentary across football and cricket uh, so this is like the third uh, extension after star sports and uh, football teams talking to the fans in regional languages uh, so i would just say it's it's great for sony to uh, you know for spsn to uh, you know get into this regional strategy which uh which which also segues creates a great segue for us to discuss a second update which is around uh uh SPSN again and uh, you know their uh, increasing portfolio of uh, sports in regional languages so uh SPSN is working hard to add properties uh, to their newly launched regional sports channel Sony 104 and after announcing two big global football uh, events to the roster of uh, of sports on uh, Sony 104 they have now confirmed uh, this week that WWE will be making its Tamil and Telugu debut and uh, 
not just that they've gone one step ahead and also signed popular telugu actor uh, rana dagubatti uh, so rana dagubatti has been signed on to promote wwe on their channel so uh, uh, again a very interesting uh, very interesting uh, step by spsn uh, you know i keep talking about uh, affinities of sports fans and uh, uh you know i speak about uh, a b c d e of uh, indian fan affinity um so uh bollywood and entertainment which is b and e okay this is where uh, this makes a lot of sense because indian fans uh, you know they have an affinity towards uh, actors uh, because purely because uh, cinema is uh, big in india uh, and um, you know uh, if you're looking at uh, concentrating your uh, efforts of reaching out to fans uh, around uh, andhra pradesh and uh, telangana i think uh, uh, this signing of uh, rana coming on board to partner with uh, sony uh, spsn to promote wwe is just brilliant because uh, you know rana is uh, a very popular actor and uh, he has a massive fan following and is known for his action roles uh, you know um, especially movie like uh, bahubali uh, you know so it just relates it, it's just a brilliant hand in hand sort of a strategy that uh, you know they've uh, uh, considered and roped in uh, rana which is brilliant uh, the channel launch is in line with uh, spsn's commitment to uh, foster a multi sport culture in the country while providing fans with unparalleled viewing experience of their favorite sports so uh, i'm sure they'll go on to add a lot more properties uh, into the into the regional strategy and uh, i think it's just amazing uh, that you know they have recognized uh, what fans really want and uh, they've used the right steps this time to reach out to a wider audience by tapping into the affinities of uh, you know working with uh, popular celebrities of those regions and uh, the languages of the region so that's like a double double attack on uh, you know on on regional fan engagement so i'd like to wish everyone at spsn good luck and uh, you know we will look out for more additions to your interesting roster of sports uh, in in your regional language strategy so uh, that wraps up a second update moving on to a third update this week and uh, this one is about the return of this year's ipl in uae So as you all know that the 2021 edition of uh, uh, the Indian Premier League which was postponed on May 4th after a couple of bio bubble breaches uh, and uh, you know uh, corona uh, uh, corona virus or covid uh, covid-19 trickling into those uh, bio bubbles and uh, you know uh, there were some players who caught it and uh, other st- other other stakeholders other people on ground caught it so uh, bcci had no choice but to uh, to sort of postpone it or suspend it uh, on may the 4th but it's been a long time and uh, it has now been confirmed by the bcci vice president rajiv shukla that uh, the that the remaining or the remainder of the tournament which which stopped in may will continue and this time it will it will take place in uae um UAE has been an interesting choice because uh, uh, there was also England, uh, Australia um, uh, as uh, 
you know discussed as possible venues uh, to to uh, host the remainder remainder of the IPL. But of course, UAE was finalized to to uh, you know to resume the league, uh, and UAE is possibly an obvious choice since uh, it is a tried and tested venue, uh, considering it has uh, staged the entire league, uh, the IPL uh, you know uh, league last year. Uh, it was played in UAE because of the because of COVID, and uh, all franchises have uh, actually welcomed the decision to host the season in UAE so everybody is happy uh, it is believed that uh, the remaining 31 matches that are left of IPL 2021 season will be split into 10 double headers 7 single headers and 4 playoffs which will be fit into a 21 day window that the PCCI hopes to create before the ICC T20 World Cup so uh, looks like a very hectic few days of cricket will be around uh, before uh, the ICC T20 World Cup and if you look at it it also uh, you know is like a warm-up to the tournament Uh, however there there may be hurdles that BCCI will have to overcome with several cricketers from England Australia New Zealand and a few from other nations like Bangladesh uh, won't be available for the restart okay there is also a potential clash with the Caribbean Premier League but uh, it has been reported that BCCI has requested Cricket West Indies to bring forward the tournament by 10 days to ensure that the Caribbean players are available for the restart. Because if you don't have, uh, you know, English players, Australian players, uh, the, the New Zealand players, uh, potential uh, big names from Bangladesh missing and uh, the Caribbean players missing, uh, you know, what's the point in having an IPL? Uh, I mean... Uh, the, the only good the good thing about that is uh, you know a lot of young Indian players will get their opportunity to play but it won't be uh, it won't do justice you know I mean it, it all these big names who make uh, IPL a real global event uh, you know if they're missing it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of uh, boring so to say uh, from a fan's perspective so I mean there we are I think um, there's a lot of hard work that BCCI needs to do uh, but I'm sure uh, with the first step taken of uh, agreeing on uh, the venue for the remainder of the tournament, uh, I'm sure they'll overcome these other hurdles as well. So good luck to, BC- to the BCCI and everyone at IPL. Uh, that was our uh, third update. Moving on to our fourth update this week. And this one is about a big funding alert. Uh, right. So... Uh, India's digital uh, leading digital sports platform uh, Fancode has announced that it has raised 50 million US dollars from the parent Dream Sports Investment arm called Dream Sports Investments or DSI, uh, which was DSI was set up in 2020, um, and it makes it basically makes investments in uh, sports tech businesses. Uh, the investment arm is being uh, headed by uh, Dev Bajaj, who joined Dream Sports as a chief corporate development officer after quitting VC firm Kalari Capital. Uh, so what what do they do with this uh, 50 uh, million uh, dollars that have been raised? Uh, so Fancode plans to accelerate the growth of uh, growth and the scale of its digital sports services and expand its teams uh, to include engineering and product development talent across 
various roles as well as uh, the leadership positions. So Fancode has established uh, three direct-to-consumer revenue lines between uh, Fancode Life, which is a live sports content, Fancode Shop, also FC uh, FC Shop, which is official sports fan merchandise, and FC Stats, which is a sports analytics and insights module within the app. Uh, and uh, one one uh, key takeaway is, uh, you know, with the investment coming in, uh, they've set their eyes on uh, on a very steep target of KPI um, on the back of this funding, uh, which is to hit the 100 million user base milestone. So uh, will Fancode be able to do that with uh, the developments that they're planning is something that we'll have to eagerly wait and follow and report probably, uh, you know, maybe a few months down the line. Uh, that brings us uh, to our uh, fifth and final update this week. And uh, that is around the Indian esports gaming sector, uh, where Indian gamers are seeking favorable policies uh, from the government to compete at global levels. So uh, esports will, uh, you know, will like will likely be making uh, making a debut as an Asian Games uh, sport uh, or a standalone event in uh, the Asian Games 2022, which will be held in China. And uh, and uh, you know, there's a strong belief that India has an ideal alternative to make a splash at this uh, this this big sporting occasion uh, and possibly win some medals. However. There is a massive obstacle between the gamers and the international competitive uh, occasions in uh, you know as there is a shortage of thrust from the federal government and uh, now the avid gamers gaming corporations and uh, varied stakeholders are hoping that this changes quickly with a progressive regulatory uh, structure to support the indian uh, gamers and uh, you know all the other companies that are involved uh, you know with uh, esports and gaming in india uh, the biggest hurdle to uh, esports uh, esports competitive growth is that the Indian Sports and Youth Affairs Ministry does not consider uh, esports or gaming as a sport, and the leaders in the Indian esports sector are calling the government to uh, recognize uh, digital sports and create a state and uh, countrywide chapter to better manage the governance of esports in India. Uh, esports and gaming ecosystem has has grown in India considerably and uh, you know with foreign investments coming through for game development and brand and brands that have come in and shown support in developing competitions etc are leading uh, you know they're leading this the surge in the overall growth of esports in India and uh, you know there's no way that they cannot be supported another great sign uh, that Indian sports associations adapt are adapting to esports is of uh, the all India football federation and their nationwide search for the best EA Sports uh, FIFA player, with the winner representing India at the you know the the World Cup of uh, FIFA Esports uh, Esports FIFA Tournament uh, World Cup. Uh, however, it's easier for a sport like football, but uh, the challenge remains with recognition of other competitive titles that aren't sports per se. So uh, this is more about uh, you know your. Uh, 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 you know your, your other shooting games like Counter Strike, etc., that are popular in India. Uh, it's about those those games uh, being considered as uh, and you know people uh, playing those games being considered as uh, esports is something that uh, really needs look to be looked into. Uh, I sincerely hope that uh, this doesn't become another you know Formula One debacle in India. 
uh, you know, with the government considering Formula One racing as entertainment, which led to a stalemate in the easing of taxes, uh, and you know that led to Formula One race uh, racing, uh, you know, in India dying a premature death, uh, with India having hosted only two rounds of Formula One uh, racing uh, many years back. Uh, you know, since then that whole infrastructure that was developed. Uh, you know uh, has just gone to the dogs wasted uh, and the dreams of uh, uh, international sports motorsports coming to india has died uh, thanks to the big stalemate that happened uh, i just hope you know i hope the government supports uh, uh, supports this cause considering india has really uh, bigger chances of winning medals uh, as an at an international level than actual traditional sports uh, you know uh, at the olympics or or even qualifying for the f- the football world cup you know the chance of india winning a uh, a medal podium finish uh, you know for for fifa is higher than india qualifying for the actual world cup so uh, you know this really needs to be looked into and uh, you know uh, the community needs to be supported uh, in case they want to you know stand up and you know uh, participate and compete globally so uh, i just yeah i just hope that uh, you know uh, this just falls falls into a very safe solution but let's wait and watch and um, good luck to uh, you know the community the esports and gaming community and everyone involved uh, you know just make sure that uh, you guys uh, you know uh, ensure that you get everything you need to uh, make sure india participates at the highest of global sports uh, esports uh, tournaments uh, so guys, this brings us to the end of uh, this week's episode of uh, Sports Business Updates. Uh, before I go, I just wanted to let you all know that I have joined Clubhouse uh, last week and I have set up a club called uh, Sports Nexus where I will be creating conversations around the business of sports, internet culture and entertainment and will conduct quizzes and invite sports business professionals to discuss topics around uh, Indian and international sports marketing and more. So do follow me on Clubhouse at uh, Nilesh D14 or search for Sports Nexus and uh, you know you can you'll uh, reach uh, you know the club which has an orange color screen uh, orange color uh, image uh, with uh, Sports Nexus written on it. So that's the re- that's the right one where you can land and you can join the club and become members and uh, you know uh, look forward to you guys joining. Um, joining the club and uh, we will you know start announcing conversations really soon and uh, also don't forget to listen to all the episodes of sports business updates podcast on spotify anchor google and apple podcast and pocket cast so they're all there uh, do listen to uh, the updates and get to know more about uh, the indian uh, sports business sector um With that said, uh, I'd like to wish you all a great week ahead and uh, see you all on the next episode of Sports Business Updates. Thanks. Bye.